0: Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hello and happy Thursday slash whatever day. This happens to be finding you, my friend. I have a little bit of confession to make before we get into today's episode on prioritizing. Yum. Uh, I'm a TikTok person. And I'm not saying this with apology because I feel like life is short and we, we just have to stop apologizing for the things that are our truths. And I love TikTok. I felt super cheesy when I first started exploring it because A, I was like, I am nearly 40 years old. I don't even belong here. What is happening? Um, But then the dog videos, you guys, just the sheer joy that tiny dog videos add to my life and big dog videos, actually. All the dog videos, they just make me smile. And I also am there for the life hacks. Those videos that show you like, in 90 seconds or less, something that you didn't know how to use a thing or how to clean a thing or what you could do with a thing. I just love it. And there are also a ton of resources for personal development and mental and emotional and physical wellness on there. And I am a bit of a resource junkie. And in the past, I think, feel like about five years ago, I was very much digesting and uh, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Devouring. I was devouring Books and podcasts and courses and trainings. And I don't know if it's just my attention span or my workload has changed or just uh, this is where we are now. Um, But I like sometimes I just like a shorter, (laughs) a shorter but substantive resource. So I have been enjoying um, learning a lot. And it's also been really fun to share. Snippets of ideas, like I said, these kind of digestible, short snippets of impactful, juicy ideas that people can go implement in their real lives. And it's so satisfying to hear back from someone. "Uh, This is exactly what I needed to hear today, or this is mind blowing. Like, ugh, it's the whole point of me doing all of this so that anyone's life can be positively affected in any way. So, ugh. Come hang out with me if you are a TikToker. Uh, I'm at The Decision Coach. And if you're not a TikToker, but you do get value out of this podcast, I would love, love to hear about it. If you have the bandwidth and the inclination, I would so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review and let me know what's resonating. What are you trying out? What was exactly what you needed to hear today? It helps other people find this resource, which, like I said, is the point. And it's just... Personally, so delicious to hear that anything is helpful. And it helps me create more of that kind of content that is actually helpful, knowing what is landing. So I'm just having a gratitude moment over here for you being here, for you being open to this, for you wanting to be a person in the world who takes charge of your choices and loves your decisions. The more of us there are, I really believe the happier. And the more connected and the more compassionate the world is going to be. And that would be a beautiful thing. So let's all love our choices. Okay. (laughs) On to our topic for the day, which was inspired by TikTok, which is how we got here. A lot of the conversations I've been having over there are about prioritizing. This is a decision fatiguer. This is a bandwidth consumer. How do I choose what to do first? How do I even pick what to do in the first place? How do I feel okay about what's not getting done while I'm doing something else? How do I not self-sabotage and say I'll do this thing, but then put it off for nine weeks? So if you find yourself ever asking any of these questions, these next few episodes are going to be ya jam. We're going to do a series on this because... Prioritizing, making decisions about what to do and how to do it. It's a really fun topic to get super specific about. I think a lot of the issues people have with seeking help with prioritizing is just how broad the advice is. And, you know, that's nobody's fault. We can only give so specific advice when we're talking to, you know, the internet or the radio waves or whatever, podcast waves. So, We're going to take a look at a few specific prioritizing problems so we can talk about a little more specific solutions. And if you're listening real time, make sure you sign up for the workshop that's coming up in August, the Get Shit Done Decision Making Workshop. The link is in the show notes. You can also go to kirstenparker.com forward slash get shit done. There will be minimal potty mouthing in the workshop itself. But, you know, get stuff done just didn't have the oomph that we needed for this because this is going to talk all about prioritizing, follow through, dealing with fires that come up and distract us from the stuff that we wanted to do in the first place. So sign up for that. It's going to be so delicious. And if you're listening in the future, first of all, hi from the past. And uh, there will likely be a replay at that link. So you can still go to that link, kirstenparker.com forward slash get shit done and check it out. So today's specific problem that we're looking at is how to prioritize when you don't know where to start. This is such a common problem when you have lots of ongoing projects at work, when you have lots of ongoing overlapping commitments happening in work or life. Maybe right now you have a lot you want to do and it feels squishy and overwhelming and like you're in a ball pit and you're like, how do I get out? Where do I go? And sometimes you have lots of overlapping deadlines. So this question, where do I start, is a very normal one to have and I want to help you answer it, not spin out and stress about it and not know what to do next. When you find yourself in this situation, I kind of imagine someone sitting on the ground surrounded by lots of different parts of like a model train and you're like, okay, hold on, this is a puzzle, but I feel like there's a right thing to start with. Like I want to find the thing that's the engine piece so that then I can get the next car of the train and the next car and then get my way to the caboose. Is that the end of the train? I, it's been a minute since I've had anything to do with trains, so I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> you get my meaning when you're in that situation and you want to make the right choice. The first thing I'm going to ask you to do is the first thing I usually ask you to do, which is to breathe. We need a moment of recognition that we're in a stress point. We're at a decision point and we will make that decision, but first you got to recognize, Oh. I'm a little bit amped up right now. I'm having some anxiety about making the wrong choice or I'm having some uncertainty about what to do and how I'm gonna do it. And that's creating ickiness in my physiology, okay? So breathe, take a few conscious breaths If you need to, if you're super stressed, make your exhale longer than your inhale so that you activate your parasympathetic nervous system and inform your brain and body that you're not in danger and you don't have to be in fight or flight so that you can retain or regain access to your frontal cortex and make a thoughtful decision. The point of this is really you we want to insert a step in our prioritizing where we recognize when we're stressed and we don't force our stressed brain to try to make all of our decisions so i want you to insert this step where we kind of make a contingency plan okay we're gonna plan out our week if we're not stressed great go to step two or step three i guess but if you are stressed let's not keep forcing ourselves forward and keep harping on this question, what do I do first, and amping up our stress. Let's actually address the stress, bring our cortisol levels down a little bit, and then once we're in a more grounded state, we don't have to like completely solve our stress, but we have to be a little bit more grounded, a little bit more clear-headed, and then we can continue on, okay? So you're going to take some breaths, and then I'm going to ask you to zoom out. You're going to get out of the weeds, of this next particular hour or this day ahead of you, and you're going to broaden your perspective to your bigger goals. The part of your brain that wants to focus on the immediate is very, very useful and effective in certain situations, usually for getting something done, doing deep work on a single task, getting into a flow state. It's not the best part of your brain to make high-level decisions, like what do we prioritize first? So we're just picking which little minion in our mind are we going to have make this decision. It's kind of like, I want you to imagine a factory and there's a person who's an expert at this one machine and they spend all day there and they know the ins and outs of it and they're it's their total jam. They're so good at this one machine. And then there's the person standing up on that high place that every factory has in movies and they're looking out at the bird's eye view and they know what orders are coming in and what shipments are going out and what's the cost of our supplies. They just have different zones of genius. You don't want the laser focused machine person making high level decisions about workflow. That just wouldn't make sense. So you're going to zoom out to what you've already decided was important this month, this quarter, this year And you're going to get into that mindset, that high-level factory worker mindset where you have a longer view, and you're going to work your way backwards from there. Given that X is what I want to ultimately accomplish, that means Y and Z are the most important to move forward this month, this week. And what I can do or what I want to do right now or sooner is W, okay? Obviously, this works best when you are clear on your longer-term goals. If you're not, don't worry, that episode is coming. So if you want help clarifying your goals, you can get the Clarity Workshop at kirstenparker.com forward slash Clarity, and that gives you three different goal-setting techniques to work with your brain where you are today and get your goals clear and concise and on paper. But that episode is going to be on its way where we solve that problem How do I prioritize when my goals aren't clear? But if you have decided or you want to take this opportunity to decide, what do I want this year? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to feel? What do I want to experience? Set those goals for the end of the year or this next calendar year or whatever, whatever makes sense for you. And then if it makes sense, what are your goals for the next chunk of time? Sometimes it's a quarter. Sometimes it's not. There are no rules. You got to do what works for you. When you have that clear picture of what matters long-term, that can help you work your way backwards to what do I need to do today? So let me tell you how this looks for me when I do it so we can get really specific. I run a business, which means I make up what I have to work on, and there are lots of things happening at once. So we have this podcast to keep on going, there's my TikTok, you know I love my TikTok, We have workshops like this Get Shit Done decision-making workshop that's coming up in August. So I'm promoting and preparing for that. I have client work, of course, that's always ongoing. And then I usually have some kind of training or certification that I'm working through at the same time as everything else. I also have a group program, the Decision Masters program, which is reopening in October of this year. So we're getting ready for that right now. And your life, whether you run a business or you have just a you know multifaceted work or personal or both life, it can be easy to land at this question like, oh my gosh, everything is in a pile. Where is the best place to start? What makes the most sense to prioritize first? So my Zoom out personally goes like this. First, I look at what's due. <laughs> what are the deadlines we are working with that... Mean things are important this week. That is an easy answer that helps me not question, is this the right thing to do or not? Because we love a deadline. Deadlines are activating. A lot of my clients are hard on themselves because they call themselves procrastinators, but really they just function better with a deadline. And I think that there's a lot of truth to that. If you've never heard of Parkinson's law, (laughs) it is the law that states that work will expand to fill the time it is given a.k.a. mm, stuff rarely gets done without a deadline. So it's not a problem. Use them to your advantage. If you have stuff due, use that as an easy filter to make decisions about what you're going to do with your time. I also look at what else is time sensitive. So right now, the workshop's coming up in August. So that is near the top of my priority list. It's time sensitive. There are things that I need to do week by week in order to get that up and have it be the way that I want. So that's the next thing that goes on my calendar. Anything that's time sensitive that I can work my way back to and find the tasks that need to happen this week. Then I take a high level look at okay, these other things that we have the TikTok, the client work, the training and certifications what's the next thing I have to do for all of that stuff? Just to see. Some of this stuff I'm not going to do this week, but it's good for me to presence myself in a project and think, okay, the next thing I have to do on TikTok is just do a TikTok, great. The next thing I need to do for this training is like, you know, read this chapter, watch that video, whatever. And that can help you again, work your way backwards to is any of that going to happen this week? Great, Is it, when is it going to happen? Is any of it going to happen today? Does it need to? When do I feel like it? When do I want? Don't forget to ask like, when you want to do things, you are allowed to make decisions based on what you want. You heard it here first. <laughs> you have my permission. Uh, the way that I phrase that for, in my notes for this podcast is which of those things do I have the time, bandwidth, and enthusiasm for this week? Sometimes you're gonna have stuff to do that you're not enthusiastic about, but you're allowed to consider what do I want to do? That only becomes a problem when you find yourself never ever doing things that you know that you need to do like you, you really want to want to do them, but you don't. And that's another conversation. That's what coaching can help you with. So don't worry, there's a solution to everything. The next question I ask when I'm kind of going through what do I prioritize first is what does future me need? So I like looking out to next week and think, okay, what might not occur to me this week as a priority? Because it's not A deadline, or it's not a next immediate step, but it is going to make me next week super grateful. It's going to set me up for whatever I need to do or want to do next week. It's going to make that easier. And then you can look a little further out. What does me next month need? What does me a few months from now need? Just to check, you're not bombarding yourself with impossible to dos here. You're just scanning. So I'm going to take you through that list one more time. And again, this is just me. So make this your own. If you do try this and it helps, let me know. But here's what, here's how my zoom out goes. First, I look at what's due. What are the external deadlines that's going to make it easy to make decisions about where we start, what we do this week. Then I look at what else is time sensitive. I work my way backwards from any kind of deadlines or milestones that I have out in the future. I work my way back to, okay, that means if I want to get this done here or this is happening here. That means this week, by the end of this week, we need to be here. That helps me identify, okay, what needs to happen this week or doesn't. Then I ask, what's the next thing I have to do for all the other ongoing projects? And that helps me determine, does any of that need to land on this week? Or is it allowed to go to next week, next month, et cetera? Which of those things do I have time for, bandwidth for, enthusiasm for? And what does future me need? So that is kind of, and I don't do this systematically. Like I had to put this into words and ordered bullet points for this podcast, but this does not look systematic. I'm just being honest. Like I don't have a checklist that I go through. This is just, I realized I'm doing this kind of automatically. So I thought, oh, how does this work in my life? So you don't have to belabor this. You can really make it your own. My point is that you'll make it easier on yourself to stand by your decision about where do I start when you know why you're making those choices because you can see where they fall in line with your larger goals. You don't have to second guess yourself and go back and forth and think, oh, wait, is this what I should be doing right now? You can reassure yourself, yeah, this is exactly what I need to be doing. I already decided on this goal, so I have no problem committing to this smaller decision of what I'm gonna prioritize now. Now, I know this might seem a little simple, but I promise, every time a client has come to me and said, I have a pile of things, I don't know what to do first, they all feel important first, this is the thing that consistently helps them. To zoom out and look at, okay, what did we already decide is important that will help us trust the decision we make next about what we make important today and this week? And that's kind of what this comes down to. It's about trusting your choices and believing you have good goals, you picked them for good reasons, you like where you're headed, and you can trust yourself that taking another step forward in the direction of these goals is the right thing to do. You can be on your own team about that. So, once you've done your zoom out and you've collected the things that are priorities this week, then I'm gonna ask you to remember that the word priority was a single noun for I think 400 years. Greg McEwen explains this in his book Essentialism, which I highly recommend. But his point that is the only place I got this data from, so that's what I'm kind of half remember quoting, is priority used to be a singular thing. There was no such thing as priorities, plural, until I think the industrial revolution when we all decided, hey, you know, what would make life a lot more fun? Um, Having a lot to do at once. So, Once you have collected the things that need to be important this week or whatever time frame you're working with, this chunk of days, this couple weeks, whatever, I want you to give yourself permission to adopt this original idea about priorities, which is that you can only have one priority at a time. So this is where you can think, I'm going to make one thing the most important right now. Then I'm going to make one thing the most important after that. When it comes to deciding what do I prioritize first today, you get to base that on when is your brain going to work best for it? When do other people need to be involved? And so on and so forth. But that only works if your brain isn't going to this place of, I need to be doing all of these things at the same time. So give yourself permission to work your way backwards from these bigger goals find what needs to be important this week, and then let one thing be most important at a time. I know that can sound like the hardest thing to do sometimes, and I promise it gets easier if you don't try to say this one thing is most important for these six hours, if that's not going to be true. If other things are going to come up and you're going to need to tend to other things in those six hours, you don't need to put that pressure on yourself. Give yourself a smaller time chunk that you're asking yourself to focus on this one single priority. So I hope that helps. I know it's a very specific tactic, but specific tactics yield specific solutions for specific problems. And that's what we're here to do. So let me know if this is helpful. You can leave a rating and review and I would so appreciate it. Help other people find the podcast. Remember, that the Get Shit Done Decision-Making Workshop is coming up in August. You can sign up for it in the show notes or at kirstenparker.com forward slash get shit done. And we'll talk more about how to prioritize, how to set yourself up for follow through, how to feel good about your choices and get stuff done without this toxic productivity that we're all over. (laughs) I know you and I know you're over it as much as I am. So it's totally possible I can't wait to see you there. And in the meantime, have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Mm, Not so much. If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites and an 11 minute crash course video training that simplifies. The whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no. So you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship, or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy!